Sportscast. What's up, sports fans? Welcome to KFR Sportscast. It's your boy, Big Sexy, along with my boy, BG, Brian Gilbert, and we would like to welcome, now uh, he's been on the show so much, we figured we might as well make him a host. Welcome to his first official episode as the third KFR Sportscast host, Jacob Bradley. Sit down Jake, Jake? Yeah. Hey, your, your video is off. Oh, oh. Oh, oh, shit. I'm sorry. Hang on. Let me, uh, let me turn that on. Yeah. <laughs> I had a feeling that's where he was going with this. Yeah. It's still uh, here, guys. It's still here. Another the bag. Embarrassment. <clears throat> the bag continues it's, into week two. Again, extended welcome to all you fans of the KFR Sportscast and again to Jacob Bradley for being made a host now of our sportscast. So we are obviously going to give a reaction video of the New York Giants and Washington football team Thursday night game. That was my reaction. That was that was one reaction. Uh, so the final score of the game, Washington football team 30, Giants 29. I watched the tail end of the game. Basically, like the whole second half, it yeah, was me a too. Because I, I was kind of, uh, I, I, I was kind of preoccupied around, like, you know, around like when the time of the game was starting. I didn't mm-hmm. get to turn it on till about like a little while in the third quarter. Yeah. yeah. So ultimately, I mean, as far as viewing goes, and as far as a football game goes, fantastic game. Oh yeah, very very fantastic. Uh, obviously, uh, can't say much, can't say much about Daniel Jones. I mean, Daniel Jones, I mean, he took care of the ball. Mm -hmm. I mean, he played well, but the Giants defense just sticking with the soft defense. I am, I'm, uh, honing the, um, the Patrick Graham zone defense as the, the pussy zone. (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> that's what it is that's what it is it's the it's the soft pussy zone it's it that's what it is like you know like basically playing like a chicken you know like not trusting not trusting his uh you know his defenders and just re- just refuses to let you know let the guys man up it, it's just like that this is it's a piss poor performance it, defensively all the way around. Uh, we could not we couldn't generate any pressure at all, none whatsoever. I mean, we got what we got one sack. I mean, like, come on, man. This is we we let freaking Taylor Heineke pass for fucking three hundred and thirty six yards. Taylor Heineke, a second string quarterback for 336 yards. It's ridiculous. So, you know, uh, 
I just, man, I don't know. I don't know. What, I, I don't know what to do. Like I, I, I'm at a loss, you know, I'm at a loss now. Our defense just can't get it done. You know, this is the one, the one thing that I was not worried about coming into the season. This is the one thing that I thought I wasn't going to have to worry about, you know, and yes, you had mentioned about Daniel Jones. He had played, he played, he played well. He played well, a lot better than I thought he was going to play against that uh, Washington front four. And the O-line actually stepped up too. They actually stepped up. They, you know, they, uh, they gave Daniel Jones time to throw the ball. You know, mm-hmm. uh, absolutely. But I mean, this is this defense it, and uh, Darius Slayton's starting to get on my shit list. Yeah. You know? we'll, we'll, we'll come, we'll come back. We'll come back around to him. <laughs> Wide open touchdown. Wide open. Yeah. Wide open. Uh, all right. Jake, uh, first initial reactions of, of the game. Yeah, I thought I thought the Giants played a lot, but obviously a lot better than they did against Denver. Um, there was the play calling of Jason Garrett leaves a lot to be desired on this team. They don't run the ball a lot. I don't understand that. You know, Daniel Jones has his his weaknesses and his strengths, and honestly, he played really well with the play calling. But at the same time, I feel as if they were not trying to run the ball. Lots of first downs where I'm just like, well, you know, this is also from coming from a selfish uh, Saquon Barkley fantasy owner and a lot of teams. <laughs> but they were just even even with when you got Devontae Booker in the game, you're still not running the ball. Um, I just feel like their offensive play calling is kind of a mess, and that's got to get in order. But Daniel Jones had a hell of a game for his normal standard, not turning the ball over. Um, he actually looked like he fit the part for once. And the offensive line was giving him time to do a lot of work. Um, I watched most of that game and they looked really sharp in the first half. Um, as the game went along, you know, I, I the, the Washington defense kind of caught up to them a little bit, but mm-hmm. <clears throat> all performances on both sides, I feel uh, as if a lot of Antonio Gibson owners are a little pissed off on the Washington side for letting JD McKissick uh, do what he did. Yeah, I feel like he has too big of a role for, for uh, those kind of uh, for people that have Antonio Gibson. But uh, Heineke's honestly, he's going to be one of those kind of stories where it's like, oh, this guy was like a poor stringer. Like, this guy was coming into games when Houston didn't have any quarterbacks. This guy was playing with Carolina. You know, I feel like <clears> – <throat> You know, he could he could seriously be the future guy. Who knows? But he's he's got a lot of solid performances. It's a good win by Washington, and they are lucky as hell for that offsides call and that field goal. Mm-hmm. They, they lost that game before they. Won. I mean, I mean, think think about some of the points left off the board. Obviously, the Darius Slayton wide open drop. I mean, if if anybody knows football, if the ball hits your hands, you, you got to catch it. it. You have you to catch, catch it. it. Yeah, you got to catch it. So, um, and then the, uh, what was it? I think the 43-yard rush by Daniel Jones that got called back on a holding penalty that was iffy. I mean, I I didn't think it was a holding. I mean, that's, from looking at it, I mean, real time, slow time, however you want to look at it, I did not see a holding call there. I mean, so – 
basically you're looking at 14 points just left yeah, off left the board. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, yeah, the, the very, the last second, literally offsides penalty. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and like, and, and another thing that you talk about points left off the board, you know, I feel like uh, there was one, the, the one turnover of the entire game uh, when James Bradbury mm-hmm. had the interception mm-hmm. on Taylor Heineke. Uh, we were like deep in Washington territory. Oh yeah. And I feel like we left, you know, I feel like you said 14 points. I feel like honestly, we left 21 points on the board because we should have scored. Yeah. We yeah. should have scored a touchdown on that drive. Yeah, because I think on that on that interception, I think it was what instant red zone, right? Basically. Right yeah. right around there. Very close. Um, I can't I mean, recall it what yard line we were at but it was very close um so i, I feel like go from there to go three and out that is the second week in a row second week in a row that we forced a turnover and then have went three and out that falls on jason garrett that falls on jason garrett he needs to do a better job calling plays calling better plays let daniel jones be aggressive let him take some chances let him take some chances you know, yeah. back in the day when Bill Parcells, the, the Parcells, Phil Sims days, he said, Phil, I need you to start taking some chances. I don't care if you throw four interceptions, take some damn chances. That's okay, so, what the Giants need to do with Daniel Jones. Right. Let him exactly. And speak, speaking on that. So usually when a team comes up with a big turnover late in the game or any point in the game, usually offense comes out. What's the first thing they do on the plus side of the field? They take a shot at the end zone. Yeah. Momentum, right? So you got the interception. I have it right here. The interception was at the 25. Bradbury brought it back to the 20. So literally in the red zone, right in the red zone, their first two plays were runs. Yeah. Like if that first play isn't taking a shot at the end zone, why? Or at least taking, uh, trying to get past the first down marker. That yeah, something like it needs to something be, like you got to come out and you got to throw chains. It needs to be a play to move the chains because you like went you went one yard run with Saquon and then you had a two yard run with Saquon and then you had a incomplete pass and then the field goal. Um, yeah. Why why are you not? You're in the red zone, instant red zone opportunity. Just take a shot. You know, if you have if you don't have anything, throw it out of the back of the end zone. Daniel Jones has got the arm to do it. Yeah, right no, there. Uh, Daniel Jones actually throws a a, a pretty accurate deep ball. Uh, I will say that about Daniel Jones. Yeah, we know that. It's just whether or not the receivers can catch it. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, that throw by the throw to Slayton, it couldn't have been any better, man. Like with the circumstance of him having pressure come in his face and you know having to dart dart it, it out there. Yeah. Like, there was nobody within Slayton's vicinity for 20 yards. Like, catch the ball, man. Catch the ball. That's all you got to do. Like, um, you know, and, and I heard somebody say, um, I heard somebody say, I can't remember exactly who said it, but it's like, you know, like when a team plays a prevent defense to try and, you know, not like, you know, mm-hmm. not give anything over the top. It's like yeah. the Giants play a prevent offense. 
That's what the, the, our offensive play calling it seems like to me. We're playing yeah. a prevent offense. Right. We're trying to prevent any mistakes from happening, so we settle for mediocrity. And you know, we, take you, that, you, you, we take that as a win because oh well, there wasn't a turnover, but like all right, I mean, no, no, nobody's gonna nobody's gonna crap the bed and. I'm, you know, sorry for taking up so much time because Jake looks like he's got something to say. Um, well, you're fine. You're fine. I mean, no, nobody's going to crap themselves if Daniel Jones throws one turnover. Right. You know, nobody's going to like, oh, my God, it's the end of the world. No. I mean, that's it. That's the game. You know, it's said all around the league. No risk it, no biscuit. Yeah, yeah you obviously want to take care of the ball, but. I mean, you gotta, you gotta leave everything out there too. At the same time, all right, we'll get we'll get some we'll get a final thought from uh, Jake. Jake, you got any final thoughts on it? Uh, the Giants need to stop. Feels like to me they're playing prevent everything, and they need to get more aggressive on both sides of the ball. Stop playing as Jake would call it the pussy zone. Yep. And uh, just let Daniel Jones do, give him the keys to the offense. Let him, let him roll, let him roll. And, you know, some smarter play calling too. run in the correct situations and not just when you need to be aggressive at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and also on the Washington side, give, give credit and kudos to a well-coached team, uh, solid defense. They, at the end of the day, they got the win and Taylor Heineke is, upping his stock mm-hmm. and the, uh, and uh, his connection with McLaren is going to be really good too. Um, yeah. You know, and uh, sorry to cut you off and like you, you, you said it right, dude. Like, um, you know, me and me and Jake were actually talking about this last night. Um, like Washington just seems to play with a little bit more fire with a little bit more drive when Taylor Heineke is behind center. Uh, they oh, just yeah. seem just they that man just seems to bring the best out of their team. He oh, yeah. really does. You know, it doesn't I mean, even matter how he plays; it's just the energy, the aura he gives off to that mm-hmm. Washington football team. Yeah, I mean, I, I know, I know. Uh, Little Jake had touched on it last last uh, episode that you know, even in the the playoff game against Tampa. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not gonna lie; I was a little scared. <laughs> I was a little nervous. You know, and, and one could argue that out of uh, all the teams that you guys played in the playoffs, that oh, yeah. he played you guys the best. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, and, you know, we went against two basically Hall of Fame quarterbacks and Drew Brees and, and uh, Aaron Rodgers. And it was, yeah, no, uh, Washington scared me a little bit last year in the playoffs. And I think, I do think Ron Rivera has a lot of belief from coaching him in Carolina and now Washington. And if he continues to play like this, he will continue to start and probably have a home in Washington for, you know, for a long time. Yeah. No, yeah, Um, seriously. Uh, Hats off to the, you know, hats off to the football team for sure. Um, They, um, they came to play, you know, they, they, they could have, you know, like laid down when, when they were down, uh, early in the third quarter and be like, oh, no, this isn't happening again, uh, you know, because we've – like Daniel Jones literally was before this loss was 4-0 and against the Washington football team. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, but they they fought hard in the fourth quarter and came back and came back and won this game. Um, so hats off to the football team and bags on to my New York Giants. <laughs> bags on. I am right. upset that my first Giants game that this is the team that I have to go and see. It it pains me. Yeah. It pains and, me. It and really even, does. Even though the Giants seem to be seem to be uh 0 and 2 and last in their division. On the flip side of that, we move into our KFR Sportscast Fantasy League, where Team Big Sexy is numero uno in the standings. So in the standings, we have Team Big Sexy, King Kong, I'm Just Here to Roast Mar, Team Vigiliati, Team Sanchez, Team TBA315 Anti-Gravity, Langley Falls, Bazooka Sharks, Candid Cockboys. <laughs> Yeehaw, Meemaw. Yeehaw, Head of yeah. Table Tribal Chief and Wap Me Whip, Wap Me JJ. That was pretty clever. I'll give that it name. was pretty clever name. It was pretty clever. So yeah, a lot of lot of close games, a lot of blowouts. Um but let's see. Yeah, I'd like to thank the rest of my team for not showing up after A B <laughs> and Dak started off the party. <laughs> Russ just said, conceded it and said, here, Jake, beat me. Yeah, like uh, Kyler Murray, man. Kyler Murray uh, lit it up for me. Um, Dalvin Cook did, too. Joe Mixon had a good day. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just uh, really happy overall with the performance of, uh, performance of my team. Uh, they, uh, like, I feel like, you know, a good amount of my roster really stepped up and uh and performed so it was a it was a good win i was getting i <laughs> not gonna lie they had me in the first half they had me in the first <laughs> half <laughs> yeah a lot of a lot of less well not really sleepers but i guess i shouldn't have banked on mark andrews trying to score me 27 points in that raiders game even though i thought that was the only offense that Baltimore could have generated. You know, random random side note, but speaking of that Monday night game, did anybody catch the uh, uh, Peyton and Eli commentary on that Monday night game? The only thing, freaking fantastic. The only thing I I caught was the helmet thing for Peyton Manning. That was lovely. (laughs) And Eli just taking a shot at the size of his head. He's like, of course, there's a helmet that doesn't fit you. That that mm-hmm. killed me. That killed me. Yes, if there's any, if there's any two brothers that need to be in football doing Monday night stuff or eating football stuff in general, it's those two. Very entertaining. Very entertaining. <laughs> Shout out to ESPN for getting something right with that, man. Let me tell you, <laughs> for but, real. It's unfortunate that it's not an every week thing. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that is that is pretty. That that that, that does suck a little bit. But I mean, I guess it's based off of how much they want to do. So yeah, true. They don't want to work every week, <laughs> right? Or else they'd still be in the NFL. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> take some weeks off. They want to enjoy enjoy their enjoy their time off in retirement. Yeah. Oh my goodness. 
But uh, getting back into um, getting back into the uh, into the fantasy football. Sorry that we made that little sidebar. Just kind of mm-hmm. kind of clicked in mm-hmm. my head when you said that. Um, you know, uh, I'm pulling up the uh, box score of mine and Jake's game, and yeah, like I said uh, earlier, I thought Kyler Murray played a hell of a game. I said that in the uh, in the um, in the reaction video. Uh, he got like over over 30 points for me. Um, going over some of the uh, uh, other matchups, I'll just uh, read them off here real quick. Uh, obviously, we're talking about me and the me and Jake matchup teams, big sexy beat team candid cock boys, one fifty nine to one thirteen. Uh King Kong in the in the motherfucker. Uh beat the Langley Falls I Bazooka Sharks. The Langley Falls Bazooka Sharks. I'm gonna ask him where he got that name from. That is American um, that's American Dead. Oh okay. Uh, <laughs> Langley Falls Bazooka Sharks. Got beat 158 to 118. Uh, yeehaw, Mima, and went up against Phil and lost to Phil 128 to 102. Watt me whip, Watt me JJ, lost to, I'm just here to roast Mar, 150 to 77. A Raj and Aaron Jones for him, baby. Yeah, that was the downfall of his, that was the downfall of his matchup right there. Team Vigilati goes one-on-one with the head of the table, Tribal Chief, and beats the Tribal Chief, 131 to 96. And then, finally, I, I feel as though this was the most competitive matchup fantasy Absolutely, line. Absolutely. I mean, they, they, they set their lineups right. Yep. Uh, team Sanchez beat Team 315 Anti-Gravity. Uh, 130 to 127, literally less than three points, less than mm-hmm. three point, uh, margin there. So, um, yeah, man, uh, I feel like overall a very good, uh, very interesting week in fantasy football. Um, you know, uh, like I said, the, the last one was probably the best game out of all of them, uh, mm-hmm. as far as competition wise, but you know, I got to I gotta go. I gotta gloat a little here, you know, uh, and say my boys uh, helped me come out on top. You know, Kyler Murray with 33, Dalvin Cook with 20, Joe Mixon with 25, uh, Cooper Cup with 23, Darren Waller with 26. I mean, like th- those are the guys that like really <clears throat> carried the team. And then you know Robbie Anderson and Jerry Judy before he, uh, you know, before he got got hurt, you know. Luckily, it was only a high ankle sprain. Thank God for him. You know, hopefully, a speedy recovery for that for that man. I really, I really feel like he he's going to be a talented receiver for a long time if he's healthy. Um, but yeah, he got a respectable thirteen, and Robbie Anderson got twelve. Um, and then Matt Prater ended up getting seven. Now on Jake's side, you like like he said, uh, Dak Prescott and Antonio Brown blew up on me, and I got got me uh. Got me a little shook. Had me shaking in my boots a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. And uh, but yeah, like Jake, what do you think was the uh, most disappointing person on your uh, in your lineup? The whole rest of the team. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, how do you how do you pick? <laughs> we'll just leave that there. 
Okay. Yeah. All right. I made no my disappointment. I walked in the locker room and I said, I'm disappointed in all of you. And I just walked out. I think the only I think the only person that you can't be disappointed at is Tyler Bass with eleven points. Oh yeah, no. Well, I, I think he's the only other one you can't be disappointed at. If you yeah. get eleven points out of your kicker, like that's a good week usually. Graham Gano in this Giants matchup just had twenty two points. I mean, ask Taz in this week's matchup, he'll tell you. Oh my god. I mean, but even look even looking at it, I mean, nobody really. On on uh, uh, little Jake's team, like performed at all. Even if you go down looking at his bench, yeah, like you had Gabriel Davis who had twelve points, and Nelson Aguilar, yeah, he had eighteen. But Matt Ryan had seven points. Okay, but you had Dak Prescott who showed out. Sony Michelle had point two points. Yeah. Michael Pittman had five. AJ Dillon had eight. Tyrell Williams had. Uh, or sorry, those are those are projected. M- Michael Pittman had five. AJ Dillon had three. Tyrell Williams had three. I mean, we're so it's not like you can look at your lineup like, oh, who could have I put in that would have had, you know, that would have really helped me out. It's just one of those things. things. You know, and that's kind of like where I was when I played Phil. So like, I had Matthew Stafford who had twenty four. Kareem Hunt had seventeen. That's decent. D Hop had twenty six. But, like, I'm looking at it, and, like, I could have put in, like, Devonta Smith, who had 20 or 19. Yeah. You know, like, or I could have put in, like, uh, Devontae Parker. Devontae Parker had had 12. Like, you know, just stuff like that that, that you look at after, uh, after a week of fantasy. Yep, after an L for sure. After an L. <laughs> after a big fat L. You're looking at, like, oh, man, I should have started this guy. Um. You know, but um, going to the uh, the next matchup here with uh, Christian and Romario, the Langley Falls Bazooka Sharks versus King Kong and the motherfucker. Uh, yeah, the, the story of Mars team was literally uh, three people, Patrick Mahomes, Amari Cooper, and Adam, Adam Thielen, Thielen were the three biggest reasons why Romario pulled away with the victory. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, everybody else did okay. You know, like Noah Fant had 12. Uh, Edward Z. Lair had 10. Uh, Henderson had 15. Um, you know, so I guess those aren't con- like really considered terrible fantasy days, but not like, you know, these blow up numbers like Pat Mahomes had 33. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mari Cooper had 38. Adam Thielen had 30. So, yeah, um, you know. Very big, very big week by those guys. And, uh, you know, it's not that uh, – I feel like Christian's lineup, like, produced uh, – I, I got it, solid. Jake. You got it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, just let him know we're, we're recording episodes with him later. Yeah, sorry. Part, pardon the interruption. Phil is, is texting us, asking for a recording. And we said yes, and he said boo. I said we will do more later. So, yeah. Sorry. We'll, sorry we'll to interrupt. Explain. Yeah, no, it's fine. I, I kind of see it on my screen here. But uh, the story of uh, Christian's team, really, uh, it was, I mean, a, a lot of his players were pretty consistent. Like, uh, it, it's not going it, to, uh, numbers aren't going to wow you, you know. Uh, but, uh, 
you know, kind of a, a underwhelming performance by Derrick Henry. Um, and I mean, you know, it wasn't really, they didn't really have anybody that really blew up. I mean, CD lamb was his highest scoring person in the lineup and he only had 23. So mm-hmm. yeah, definitely not enough firepower to keep up with uh, the way Romario's team blew up. Yeah. And, you know, and then, you know, again, looking at looking at the bench for Christian's team, it's not like he could have, I mean, yeah, he probably could have put in, uh, he probably could have put in Jamar Chase over, you know, uh, like a, a DK Metcalf, but that would have only been a four point difference. So yeah. his running backs really kind of hurt him there in the under, in the underperformance there. So, but, um, but yeah. I mean, do you have anything else to add, Jake? Uh, no, I don't think I do. <laughs> just, right. hoping, just hoping for a better next week. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, I guess we'll um, – hold on a minute. This stupid thing. Okay. C-S- <laughs> yeah, I'm going into uh going into your matchup, Brian. I'll let you I'll let you break this one down. I'll let you break this one down. Going into my matchup against Phil? Yep. I'll let you I'll let you take the reins on this one. Okay. Let's see. Well, like I had already said before. Let's see. <clears throat> You know, there was a couple of people I probably could have started, uh, like like Devonta Smith to to kind of help me gain. Um, but looking at Phil's side, Phil, the Phil side of the ball, like he had, let's see, Jalen Hurts had twenty eight, Travis Kelsey had twenty five. That that really hurt because I know late in the game, Travis Kelsey became a big part of that Kansas City game. Um, and then. Let's see, T. Higgins had 15 and Robert Woods had 12. So, like, <clears throat> I was I was pretty comfortable going into that Sunday night game, knowing that I had Matthew Stafford and Mark Andrews to play. I just really hoped that uh, Robert Woods wasn't going to score, like, anything, which I know is impossible because Matt Stafford likes to throw the ball. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, I mean, all around, I mean – Again, he had Raheem Mostert, who only had two points. I mean, I know Raheem Mostert. He's out for the season, correct, now? Had season-ending knee surgery. Um, You know, got him two points. Uh, Patriots defense got him seven. Uh, Young Wei Koo got him six. You know, so everybody else pretty average. But, again, Antonio Gibson, Raheem Mostert, even though he was uh, plus in other areas – I mean, those are those are some other areas that he probably hurt in. Um, and then looking at looking at his bench, I mean, he, I mean, he played his cards pretty well. Uh, yeah, he he had Jarvis Landry on the bench. I mean, nineteen points. Naheem not Hines, fourteen points. He probably could have put him in uh, over Mostert or uh, Antonio Gibson. Yeah, but honestly, I probably. Uh... <laughs> You know, if I was Phil, I probably would have would have played it the same way that he'd ended up doing it because yeah, I mean, 
what it's it's it comes down to like a which matchup would you take kind yeah, of exactly yeah Most no absolutely the Lions or Naheem Hines who is uh the second stringer in Indy to you know against whoever. against Seattle they played yeah. Seattle yeah I feel like the Lions also uh it's also a base off your draft position too like you're gonna play your guys you drafted higher this is true yeah but that's that's the point of fantasy right I mean that's we learned from it Yep. Um, I mean, I feel like he could have played uh, Ramondre Stevenson, who got point one points. That would have helped me out a little bit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe throwing a Will Fuller in there, who didn't play at all. <laughs> you know, help me out. Help me out next time, Phil. Yeah, let me start him. Let me start a suspended. Um, but yeah, obviously, and again, on my side of the ball, the biggest disappointment for me was probably Zeke, which isn't really a disappointment, but it is. Because I mean, they he went against Tampa, who does have one of the top rushing defenses, if the top rushing defense in the NFL. But I feel like they could have done more with his, you know, out of the passing game, you know, catching it out of the backfield, especially with Dak Prescott throwing it 58 times. Yeah. Um, Corlin Sutton didn't really perform for me, Mark Andrews. Um, but honestly, that's a player that probably will get a, a, a little bit more production now that uh, Jerry Judy's out. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think I left him. I think I left him in this week. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, overall, a decent performance. Just you know, it's week one. We got we we got to fill we got to feel some of these players out as fantasy owners, and we got to you know see who they're going to turn out to be. Right. Right. Um, yeah. I mean. Going into the um, going into the next matchup here, uh, we got uh, the 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 lashing that Steve uh, Steve gave Randy um, here, uh, beating him one fifty to seventy seven. Um, yeah, and the story of that, and if you you know, uh, we had a blast in the uh, in the in the league chat about about this performance uh oh my you goodness. know Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones just going out and putting up a dud yeah yeah so just, they're 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 uh, pretty they're, they're projected a combined right Kyle Pitts outscored them both combined right and Kyle oh. Pitts then yeah and Kyle Pitts only had seven points just put that in perspective right uh like Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones were projected for th- like 34 points combined. Disgusting. And they put up five. Yep. Five. I can count, ca- like, I can count on my hand how many points Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones had in fantasy. One hand, five disgusting um i mean but even still like you know mike evans mike evans had five and you know obviously mike evans playing for the bucks but mike evans can be so touch and go with fantasy sometimes i feel like you know chris godwin has obviously had the better week this week but who knows like next week it could be mike evans like it's so touch and go especially with especially with that receiving core like it could be anybody um, roll the dice and right. I'm gonna blow up. 
Right. I mean, Josh Jacobs did well for Randy, 17 points. Uh, DJ Chark had 17. Um, the 40s, the 49ers defense would have done great. Would have been a beautiful pick if Detroit didn't make that comeback. Yeah. Um, and even 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 looking at his bench, I mean, nobody really performed. I mean, Jalen Waddle had 16 points for him. And then looking at looking at Steve's side of the ball, like he just Russell Wilson 27, Tyreek Hill 37, Tyler Lockett 26. I mean, that was the epitome of his his scoring. And then Matt Gay had 12, 12 points out of his kicker, eight points out of his defense. I mean, which, which is which seems pretty decent for a defense, considering the fact that you basically start off with 10 from the get go. Yeah. With, yeah. with your defense. Uh, so Steve played his cards right. On oh, paper, yeah, sure. on paper, Randy played his cards right. But it just didn't play out right for him. Somebody needs to go get that State Farm Aaron Rodgers clone for for Randy to start playing for the Packers. Rodgers, discount double check. <laughs> I'm you. I'm you. All right. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't really have too much else to add to that. Uh, we got, you know, uh, Tyreek Hill was really the the story of his mm-hmm. uh, lineup there. Yeah, basically, fucking forty points by himself, like Jesus yeah. Christ. You know, the, the Cleveland, you can almost... secondary, Cleveland secondary just couldn't guard this man. Uh, man, so we're gonna we're gonna move on to the next matchup here. We got uh, Team Vigilati, who just actually tried to call me. Fun fact. Uh, against the tribal chief head of table, and uh, just quickly going over this matchup here. Um, the story of Angel's lineup was Debo Samuel blowing up for 31.9, mm-hmm. uh, as he, as he should have against the Lions. <laughs> yeah, that was really kind of what was the make or break for Angel's lineup here because. If you really look at it, I mean, DeAndre Swift had a really good day, too, with 24.4. But <clears throat> outside of that, I mean, oh, well, and excuse me, Alvin Kamara had 18. You know, those three were the really big, uh, really big reason why he had a, he had a good day. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like it, it, outside of that, you don't really have too many, you know, uh, performances that really wow you. Um, right, you know, some solid performances nonetheless, but um, man, that that Giants defense he got though, Woo! <laughs> one at least point. it wasn't negative. At least it yeah, wasn't, that's negative. right. <laughs> at least it wasn't negative. Hey, Brett. I've, had, I've had games where negative points that cost you the game, so yeah, this was not even real. Yeah, and and that, that, yeah, that goes to say for the Ravens defense who had negative, negative one. one. They had negative one. <laughs> but I don't think if they had any positive points, it would have made a difference. Like, even if they, they, they were left at 10, he still would have lost by 20. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just quickly looking at, uh, quickly looking at Matt's team here. Uh, I mean, you know, it's kind of like the story of the rest of angels team. Like you got a lot of solid performances, mm -hmm. but none that really were blow up worthy. That's, that was the, uh, make or break for Matt's team there. Um, you know, uh, you know, and he, looking at his bench, he didn't really have anybody that wowed you either. I mean, yeah, he probably could have put in Brandon Cooks over Devontae Adams or even Brandon Ayuk, actually, probably would have helped out a, a ton because Brandon Ayuk did jack shit. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, Man. that's probably – that was pro – I mean, it probably wouldn't have made a whole lot of a difference, but it definitely would have made a little bit of a difference. Um, Man, let, let, let's just talk about – and I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm going to take a shot at Matt. <laughs> Oh boy. Because Matt has Devontae Adams. Obviously, Randy has Aaron Jones and Aaron Rodgers. 15 total points. This is a man that said that Green Bay would have the most fantasy oh. points. He said it. He said it. The most on one hand. He said it. 15 combined points from your top three players. And I know somebody had Robert Tunyon. I think I think Jake had Robert Tunyon. Uh, Funyon Tunyon. Okay, seventeen points. We're at seventeen between four players. Four. And you're only at seventeen points. And if if Aaron Rodgers is really throwing this season, then they're definitely not gonna. <laughs> Be the yeah. most scored fantasy team in, in the NFL. We'll see what they got with they play Detroit. We'll know. We'll know then. Right, well, exactly. Segwaying into the final matchup of week one, we got the, the matchup of the week, game of the week here. And Jose versus J Jordan Schmeldine. Or three one five anti gravity versus Team Sanchez, or as we call him Taz. Yes, we call we call Jordan Taz. That's our boy Taz. Uh, yeah. So, um, very, very competitive matchup. The story uh, that that made a difference for uh, Jose's team was getting Christian McCaffrey. Uh, Christian McCaffrey and Chris Godwin were the two. Uh, things that really put them over, put them over the, over the top. Um, you know, uh, Chris McCaffrey getting 27, uh, Chris Godwin getting 23.5. Um, you know, he had some really solid performances across the board. Only one slot in his lineup got less than double digits. And that was Washington's defense against, uh, against Los Angeles, where on the other side, uh, uh, Taz started the Saints defense, which had a game and a half against the mm. Packers. Um, the most had, fantasy scoring team in the NFL. Yep. <laughs> Hawkinson had a big day for him, 25.7. Mm -hmm. uh, you had Nick Chubb in there who had 22 points. Um, he had a couple of people that went under, uh, went under double digits, but, um, you know, still had some solid days like James Robinson only had 8.4. Uh, 
and uh, Allen Robinson had 9.5. So just under what you would consider a start, you know, the, uh, a good start, just like I, it was right, but right, barely below average. Um, I just, I think, uh, I think the the thing that made this game impressive was the fact that you know both of these lineups involved players who got on the board. You know, because every matchup that we looked at, like it seemed like it was all or nothing. Like it was only a couple players. Whereas like for these for these two teams, like it was almost every player. Yeah. Like every player was on the board. Every player was doing their part on the field. Except for Washington's defense and Graham Gunnell. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, very, very competitive matchup for sure. Um you know, they, they definitely both uh, did their homework and setting their mm-hmm. lineup. Uh, so hats off to them. Hats off to Jose for a hell of a nail-biting win. And mm-hmm. that wraps up our, our week one in fantasy. So, um, you know, uh, again, I would like to thank uh, – I would like to thank Mr. Jacob Bradley. And, you know, I'm, we're glad to have you have you on board for this, man. You know, uh, you're, you've been you've been our our most asked for guest, and it would it just seemed right to christen yeah. you with a with an official host mark. So that's right. Honored to be a part of the fun. Yes. No. This this edition would have been KFR approved. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Wrapping up. Bye-bye. Make sure you guys like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Turn those notifications on so you can know when we put out new videos because new videos are always coming out, especially for the football season because we have so much to do, so much to cover, and so little time. Oh, much fun. Okay, so make sure you guys are following us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, if you can't watch our videos, you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever podcasts are played. Everywhere that you go, we can go with you. Also, I don't have any merch on, but guess what? It's still out there. Yep. Merch, merch link is in the description below. Make sure you hit that up. Uh, get some stuff. Get our mugs on a mug. And since we have a new host, that means new merch. Because mm. I got to start working on new designs. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Now. It's coming, baby. Uh, other than that, we always appreciate you guys tuning into KFR Sportscast. Without you guys, like we wouldn't do, like we would have no reason to do this. Right. Uh, you are the motivation behind why we make these videos and why we do this. Um, so thank you for tuning in. And yeah, because you know, I don't know about you, but I wouldn't want to talk to these guys for a couple hours for no reason. Uh, you know, no, never. Yeah. Forget these guys. Yeah. I do it. These guys. Whose <laughs> man's is this? Whose man's is this? Who mans is this? Who mans is this? Uh, anyways, this has been Brian, Big Sexy Jake, and Lil Jake, our newest Sportscast. host, coming to you from KFR Sportscast, and we will talk to you guys later. Peace out. Big Sexy out.